Hey babes, welcome back to It's Only Embarrassing If You're Embarrassed podcast. This episode is coming out on Wednesday of this week. I'm so sorry I did not do a Mental Health Monday episode this week. I actually was traveling out of town visiting a friend that lives in Pennsylvania. And I had never been to Pennsylvania. I actually spent some time working in Delaware and then went to visit a friend in Pennsylvania. And I had never been to either place. And I'm going to be honest, Delaware and Pennsylvania are both very similar to North Carolina. Very just like rural trees, uh, just the usual. But it was cool. So uh, I always, uh, whenever I travel, I'm like, ooh, I'm going to record while I'm gone, stay on schedule. I never do, honestly. I always plan to and like take my mic, so I'll record, and then I never do. And I actually wanted to do an episode with my friend that I was visiting up there, but uh, like I said, didn't do anything while I was gone, but uh, I'm going to catch you guys up on life, and this episode we are going to call Healed Girl Summer, so I know there's like all the trendy things of like Hot Girl Summer, I don't even know if that's still a thing, but this episode we're talking about a Healed Girl Summer, and so the other day... I really was just kind of doing a brain dump of things that bring me joy and uh, really how I started my journey of healing. And so as I was doing this, I realized that the things now that bring me joy are all the things that also tied into my journey and my path of healing. So I want to share this with you guys and also give you a little inspo for some things that you can do to start healing or some small things that might bring you joy. Because one thing that I have learned is I used to always think that uh, life was about like the extravagant moments or whatever. And really life is about uh, building just a regular ordinary life that you don't want to escape from. And that is what I've been working really hard to do. Okay, so on my list of things that bring me joy, I wrote down anxiety-free relationships, faith, meditation, reading, going to AA, going to Pure Bar. Like, I wrote down a lot of specific things that I really like to do in my day-to-day that aren't necessarily, like, contingent upon other people. They're all things that I like to do and can do by myself, and uh, really enjoy doing. And so within all of those, uh, they all evolved very, very slowly. So I think really they started by me, I don't know if we want to say maybe like giving into faith, but almost it seems like that. I was very, uh, really against faith, religion, didn't really care for a God character, if you will. And then once I started to realize like, ooh, there definitely is a higher power. He definitely is in control. And let's like figure out how to embrace this higher power instead of being angry at it or like resentful towards it. And once I started doing that, it's almost like all the other pieces started to kind of fall into place. And by that, I mean... I was able to really start to take care of myself. I got a good therapist. I go to cognitive behavioral therapy, which is a type of therapy that is really helpful for people with anxiety or depression. I was able to start new relationships and 
I really wrote down just like anxiety and stress for your relationships. So being able to have relationships and friendships with people that I just genuinely enjoy being around. And also within new relationships, I learned to set boundaries and also to clarify realistic expectations of these new relationships, because I think sometimes navigating adult friendship, you kind of have to learn who fits where into your life and what that looks like. And so clarifying really what this person is to you, how that relationship works, and then what those boundaries are. Then, of course, one thing that I finally also gave into, we'll say, is taking medicine for anxiety. And I was very, I don't know if I was more like anti-God or more anti-anxiety medication at like two, three years ago point in my life, but I was against both. So when I finally did get on medication for anxiety, I was like, holy shit, why did I not do this sooner? Like literally, why did I not want to take medication for something that I needed simply because I didn't want to maybe admit or acknowledge that maybe I did need that medication and maybe that I really did have anxiety and depression. And so once I finally gave in and got on head meds, it felt almost like kind of this just instant release and like almost like instant anxiety and stress relief. And so that was really, really helpful. I also really stepped up my self-care game over the past couple years. So I have always been a nail biter, like probably for the past 15 years, I've been biting my nails and not just my nails, but like my finger skin around the nails because, you know, biting the nails themselves isn't gross enough for me. Gotta, you know, take it a step further. And so I committed probably like a year or two, like, okay, I'm going to quit biting my nails. I'm going to get manicures. I'm going to keep them up and I'm not going to give into the anxiety nail biting. And you guys, I've done it. Currently, I'm looking at a manicure that literally I have not bit or picked at any of the fingers that I'm looking at and my nails are bright red and I love it. And that is really a small thing, but it's definitely something that I know is tied to anxiety and something that I struggled with as like a physical symptom of anxiety for a long time. Okay, next self-care thing is I have acne scars on my cheeks that I've had for literally ever, cannot get rid of them. So probably like two years ago, I committed to starting to get facials done. And so I get a microdermabrasion facial done probably every other month or so. And uh, it really, really helps with pores and with acne scars. And this is something that, one, I love the experience, but obviously, like, it has helped my face and my skin and in turn my confidence so much. And so that has been a really cool self-care thing for me to just, like, splurge, take care of myself, uh, and uh, do something that makes me feel more confident. Okay, another self-care thing is I got my whole Brazilian area laser hair removal. And let me tell you guys the treat it is to not have to shave before you go to the pool. Oh my gosh, literally so worth it. And that was just like a random thing that like I really wanted to have done for a while. And I just was like, Hey, if it's something that I'm going to want to have done, let's just commit and do it. The only thing I will say about laser hair removal is they do not tell you how painful it is. Like they gloss over that part. They're like, yeah, you might feel it. That shit's painful. 
I also am a wuss when it comes to pain. So if you're wondering, what's your pain tolerance? Not high. And I thought laser hair removal was pretty painful. So, but that's been something that uh, really kind of like a upfront investment. Like I spent the time and money doing it and now get to reap the rewards, if you will. Okay. Another self-care thing I committed to is Botox. So I don't know about you guys, but I was getting to the point where literally my wrinkles were so deep that like makeup got stuck in them. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Like you literally like move your face and then there's just like a giant like makeup crease of wrinkles. Yeah. So I decided that I wanted to get Botox and I've been doing that now for a couple years and absolutely love it. And my last little self-care thing that I wanted to hit on is going to the gym. So I go to this gym called Pure Bar. And to be honest, I love it. The experience is fun. You come in, it's a little bar. You wear these cute, like, spongy socks. You check in on an app. It's super convenient. And then you come. There's fun music. You do your group-led exercise class. And then you bebop on home. So for me, personally, it's great because... It's exercise that I enjoy that helps with like anxiety. And also I have like my most fit adult body by going to Pure Bar. So shout out to them for uh, body goals. Really appreciate that. Okay. The other thing that I wanted to touch on as far as things that I've done to start healing is going to AA. So whenever I quit drinking, I didn't really understand what I was committing to. Like, I was like, oh yeah, I think I have a drinking problem. Like I should stop. And then I realized like, okay, I spent a lot of time drinking for a lot of years. Like I got to figure out now what I do at that time. And also like what, how I manage just this new alcohol free life and getting into AA was super helpful in just my journey with finding community, normalization, mental health, and really understanding how to navigate this new, new chapter and new life. So if you're listening to this episode, my encouragement or my challenge to you is to pick one thing to do. It doesn't have to be something I talked about. Totally could be pick one thing that you can do to start healing and find one thing that you can do that'll bring you joy this week. And just by doing those two small things, they really start to add up in giving just your soul some of that nourishment that it needs. So I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode, kind of my brain dump episode on Healed Girl Summer. Um, I will be back on Friday with a Faith Friday episode. If you guys are new here, it's only embarrassing if you're embarrassed podcast. We talk about all things mental health and grief and divorce and depression and faith And so Mondays, I do Mental Health Monday episodes, and we unpack something in the world of mental health. And then Fridays, I do Faith Friday episodes where I share something uh, that I've learned in my faith journey with y'all. And then Wednesdays is just whatever I have on my mind that week. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Please write me a five-star review. Send this episode to a friend if you thought a friend would benefit from hearing it. And as always, happy healing, babes.